0: Discounts not available in all states and situations.
1: There's no place to escape to. This is the last. On the left.
2: Side stories.
1: That's when the cannibalism started.
0: Side stories. stories. (laughs) Yes. Oh, Um,
2: you're ignorant. You're ignorant.
0: Everybody watched the documentaries.
2: I don't think so, Michael. As a matter of fact, a- I've been watching Aiden. Leaving Neverland, and my friend, you are bad. Hey, but at least I married that child. Oh my goodness, this is side stories. I can't even, this is Ben Gizel. That's Henry Zebrowski. Now, I watched episode one of Leaving Neverland. Henry Marcus and I are going to do a full-on discussion on this Friday's side stories. The first time we're having Marcus on for the new tradition of once-a-month side stories with Mr. Marcus Pox. But Henry... You can joke about this right now because you haven't watched episode one yet of the most traumatizing documentary I have seen in a minute. the <laughs> No. Oh, my goodness. Shamona Enough.
0: That's what I said. That's what I said to child. We were together. You are the devil. We were together the other Now night I have. I, and I remember. And I said, oh, the witch. child. You can't have it, baby, but oh, if you could, how cute!
2: Oh my! All right, child, I've had it up to my baby. belly button, which is the which is most people's eyebrows. So that's pretty. I, I have enough of it. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right. Honestly, well, and I you do are feel going like to cry. cry this shit's come up. Yeah, you. I can't wait. Yeah, when you are I'm watching excited, it tonight and you're going to text me, it, be like, I want to vomit. Be like, yeah, now is it so funny to you, sir, young sir? I know.
1: I know,
0: I, I, it's hard because that was definitely because Travis was just saying that to Kissel because I haven't seen it yet. It's just been, it's popped up a lot. And then like Natalie and I had people over for dinner last night, and we had like '90s dance hits kind of music playing in the background, and just fucking every other one was Michael Jackson, right, right. And you just like forget because it's all, it's just you know. You are not alone. And I just see
2: him petting a child in a giant fluffy bed. That's the problem with the song You Are Not Alone. They don't have the other argument being like, I wish I was. Can you leave me alone? <laughs> I understand that I am not alone because you are stalking me and scaring the hell out of me. But no, we but, will we will talk about no, that. No, but
0: as we were started talking about it, and then Kissel started going into details, and Travis is like, don't spoil it for Henry. Oh, my, <laughs> God. Like, you, oh my uh, God. It is so oh disgusting.
2: God. If you haven't seen Ugh. Leaving Neverland yet, watch it before this Friday because it's going to be full of, I guess, spoilers, as, as Henry kind of alluded to. It is so difficult. Anyway, in you know, a- listen, I've just been listening to Beat
0: It on repeat because I know that afterwards I'm never going to get to listen to it ever again. Seriously. Which is fine. I get it. But these stories, you know, he's we've been debating this for literally eight years on last oh, podcast. Oh, yeah. I
2: mean, absolutely.
0: About the nature of Michael Jackson's crimes. So I'm not, again, I'm not looking forward no. to really diving in. But at the same time— Ugh. I'm curious.
2: Yeah, no, it is. It's absolutely fascinating. It's a big part of American history. He's a global version of Jimmy Savile. Um, but we will get to that and as a matter of fact Henry mentions how you know you're listening to these music but now this is going to really like it's bigger than the music in many ways Uh, and his music was about as about as big as a musician can get Um, but they were even talking to one of the victims and he was saying that sometimes he'll find himself at a bar a restaurant and Michael Jackson songs will come on and he'll start like tapping his thumb this was in an interview not in the documentary he'll start tapping his thumb or whatever and be like this is good and then he be like oh that's right that's michael and then he has to leave and but that's the power of the music man anyway uh on a on a good <laughs> yeah, note buddy, this is
0: a real light touch on i it, know i mean
2: we will obviously get into
0: geez. this but it is fucked up Also, you up. don't I need imagine. to use i
2: imagine it's you don't up. have to use the term light touch on it right now okay come on Henry. i'm not saying my god yeah Ugh, i think it i think a worse term is internal touch All right. well i will say on a positive note I had a chance to watch two great horror movies this weekend in theatres at Nighthawk Cinema here in Williamsburg, Brooklyn Greta and Level 16. Highly recommended. Did, did you see either of those yet? No, I've not been able to see it. I've been watching a lot of Top Chef recently. We've just just been working
0: and doing that kind of shit. I actually haven't been uh, watching that. It's just like, because by the time we get back to the house, we're just fucking blanking out. Right. So we haven't watched any movies or anything for like about a week, which is a long time for me. No, that is. But I'm excited about this because I'm coming into New York City this week. And the best part about being alone in New York City is that I get the chance to go to the movies alone, which is one of my favorite hobbies in the world. so fun. And I could just sit, because then you could just sit you just sit in your own grime i like watching it and then i laugh cuz i like watching the movies and sitting just like ah right, right. just laugh alone the laugh of a man that's truly free yeah
2: well you're still in public and the laws of humanity still apply even in the movies come theater. get me all right Fucking come all get right. me i will say greta there are some funny laughs in it as well kind of unintended but it's truly scary and then level 16 Really awesome. So I want to thank Kim at Nighthawk. She works over there, and she uh, she's always very nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I also want to, um, the guys from,
0: I'm. this is, again, we're not paid by these fucking no, people. No. They don't pay these people. But I will say, Spring Hill Jack Coffee, send me some of their coffee again. And I, honestly, it's the best coffee I've ever had. It fucking really gyps me up, man. Uh, I don't know if that's a good term for that, I have no idea what that term
2: means, so I think we're in the clear.
0: It makes my it makes my knees touch my nose hairs and not in a michael jackson kind of way right. not in like not waiting for the king of pop to come into the bedroom i cannot
2: hear any more about michael i'm still reeling From what happened, Um, okay. It kind of gives a new kind of
0: tenor to the nickname "King of Pop." Okay,
2: well here we go. Here's a fun story about robots. Um, Okay, so now (laughs) robots, obviously, they're taking our jobs. We know that. We know automation. I talked with Andrew Yang on Top Hat about that. By the way, go listen to that interview. It's very interesting. But now, Uh, but I feel like if we do install one day, I I am one of those who believe in
0: the, the give a living wage. To people, sure. and th- that would be replaced by the robots, right? And let the robots do do the hard
2: shit. Let the robots flip the burgers, absolutely. Robots never go through the awkward 14, 15-year-old stages where they're just covered in their ah, own saliva.
0: Just So you want extra onion rings sir. Or- Oh, like I'm sick of talking to these people. I mean, I love the te- I love the youth
2: of America, but not when they're touching my food. Well, you know what? I like to keep an eye on them and they seem to be doing a good job specifically at Taco Bell.
0: And anyway. honestly, but I would rather robots not do food service because I think that we're actually food service already become so impersonal. I know. Kissel. I've been watching Chef's Table recently. Uh-huh. We forget how many how all it's already turned into this industrialized machine. Right. They may as well be fucking robots. I like a personal Touch. Yeah. So let's leave the robots out of the, the back house of the restaurant and
2: move it into the maybe a robot waiter. Well, that's kind of what we have right now going on at giant food stores. We've talked about giant food stores before. There was a story of about about a man rubbing, uh, I believe, some kind of melon on his testicles. And then he was charged <laughs> his, uh, with a felony. <laughs> on
0: his asshole. Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> right, I think- on his <laughs> <butthole>. All
2: right. <laughs> robots to Rome Isle. Of Maryland Giant Food Store, Giant Food Stores will deploy Marty, the robot models, to every Maryland location to work alongside employees and customers. Now, if you take a look at Marty, he looks like um, sort of like if the if the Microsoft Word. Um, like what is that the the pip, the, paper the paper clip, clip
0: the paper clip was given gun turrets yes. and tank wheels he's,
2: like it is he's, uh, it's disconcerting it really is he's on wheels you can't really see the wheels he just kind of floats like a beautiful performer and he's got these huge googly eyes he looks like he's perfect to tackle when i was in football momentarily before i faked an injury every year to get out of it because i don't like to be winded um, he looks like one of those tackle like dummies that you just take down with all of your power and all of your might because you're really angry at the principal.
0: This thing is a seven-foot-tall vacuum cleaner. <laughs> right? The Part of it was supposed to be the robots which move around the store unassisted will identify and report hazards such as spills for quick cleaning. Oh. So it's going to be stuff going like, alert, alert, mayonnaise, mayonnaise, aisle seven. I and mean, you're going to have to deal with this, but I will say, I'll, I'm I'm with you, Kissel, right? Because you know, right, I'm sort of pro. I'm not gonna I'm not, it's not the term pro-robots, right. but I'm gonna say let's give him a shot. Sure. Let's give him a shot at, at running society. But when I look at this robot, they're really asking for abuse because yeah. the googly eyes does not make this friendly to no. me. No. The googly eyes makes me want to shoot this with the fucking shotgun. Just there's like, something
2: I, inside of me genetically in my like fireman cave, fire caveman brain where I'm like. This doesn't seem right. It's the uncanny valley. I agree with you. I want to shoot it. I would just rather a straight up, if it literally
0: was just a square bot, we don't need to make it look human because you notice it's got the lights at the very bottom, right. it, which makes it look like it's frowning, Aww. which essentially makes it look like you're coming to take my child. Like <laughs> you're coming to kill my family because it's the frowning of being like, must clean up the ultimate mess, which is humankind. And then it comes through and start like rolling through towns and setting things on fire and, <laughs> and imprisoning us and big chain link fence, like kind of like thrown together quick prisons.
2: Yeah. I but- mean, it all starts with a friendly robot named. Marty? Why are we Mm -hmm. writing the dystopian future from uh, sci-fi movies past? Why are we actively writing this, though? You know that I I personally believe,
0: with between
2: what's happening
0: politically, between what's happening and this kind of shit, it is because of... Shit, fuck 30-year-olds. It's us, man. It's our generation that is in charge, and we are proliferating and creating a reality version of the 80s movies that we love. But
2: did no we one, are making it happen. Did no one watch until the end of the 80s movie? It starts off with, it. like, what a great buddy of mine. And the next thing you know, maybe you should kill your mom. And the next thing you know, maybe you should kill your whole fr- family and your friends. And then what do you have? What do you have? You got a, you got a robot serial killer. But we are
0: doing it. We are making it, we are psychically projecting our future
2: into this. Well, at the very least, giant grocery stores are. All 172 stores will have a Marty, ugh, I also hate the name Marty. Not, I don't hate any name, but in this context, I'm like, Marty, the friendly robot, I could do no harm, there's no way I could eat your mother. What was that last thing I said? But
0: you can definitely see a manager being like... Unfortunately, we're bringing on Marty out the team. Everybody applaud, Marty. Hey, it's Marty. Let's throw a party. Good little rhyme, everybody. Um, But we're getting rid of Cheryl. <laughs> Bye, Cheryl. And it's just like a poor, 80-old woman. is like, they always get rid of the crones And it's like, yes, it's right. Because unfortunately, we
2: love you, Cheryl. But nobody... Wants to see you. Oh, Cheryl, I want to see you. 172 <laughs> stores going to have their own Marty. Now, Marty, as forementioned, he's a tall, gray robot with Google eyes. He's going to work alongside staffers. The robot it moves autonomously, unassisted, will identify any uh, report of hazards such as spills for quick cleanup. Giant officials said in a news release that the robot's efforts free up associates to spend more time serving with customers, which is what I would call... A lie. <laughs> How is this going to help yeah, anyone did. who is working? They'd be like, oh, no, this is great. This frees me up to have more time with, with customers. Yeah, customers? it's not taking my, yeah. my oh, job. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's
0: what I'm always doing. Yeah, absolutely. No, um, it's the slow... A total, a, the total takeover of all of their jobs. Yeah. I believe that grocery stores and fast food places are going to be the first. Oh, yeah. Like, the first where the, the trench warfare between robots and human beings and robots slowly replacing human beings is where it's going to happen. Right. Because, which is unfortunate because those are the intro jobs. Those are the things that actually give people those first couple of sets of experiences right. that allow them to do other things, which is why I'm saying if we're not the robots do it, we should have some sort of living way and then but i'm also speaking as a person who is completely Ignorant.
2: Ignorant. Um, all right. You, your universal basic income, or what uh, some people call the freedom dividend, it, it's going to become a, a more popular idea as this continues on. So this is according to the giant food store president, Nicholas Bertram.
0: Bringing robotics and AI from a research lab to the sales floor has been a very <laughs> exciting journey, and we were thrilled by the customer response in our pilot stores. Our associates have worked hard to bring this innovation to life with amazing parts. Um, Cut to like whole groups of customers being herded by
2: Marty's. Oh like my just God!
0: Being scared, being led to the sales. Oh my like God! Like being forced
2: to- by the in the sales. in the corner of the sports section, getting whipped by fishing by, <laughs> by fishing poles, getting getting netted and things like that. Yeah, Marty. When Marty flips, when Marty chooses to go autonomous and rogue, um, it's not going to be so pleasant. At the very least, they didn't give him arms yet. That's when we have to start getting real scared when they start getting the arms. Now that's full-on combat.
0: Just one vacuum for sucking on assholes and one gun arm. It's horrifying. That's all it needs to be. You, so, threaten, you threaten pleasure
2: against your will or death. And, then, and so, uh, so the people who work there can have more time with the customers. I just
0: always, I now I'm going to go to giant food stores and just fucking sit and chew the faces off of these people. I'm just going to sit and ask them be like, so how many cereals you got? Yeah. <laughs> how many chips you got? Where are those at? Yeah. You take me there? Oh, cool. I mean, you got plenty of time now, right?
2: Uh, Where's the milk? Honestly, that is like the last thing if you are like working in a customer job yes. in a grocery store like you're just like I just want to stock the shelves so all of you other cow people can consume this lucky charms and a whole yes, series, they like,
0: literally want to work in silence
2: I have never ever had a situation where they're like super thrilled to help out because it's not a high end fashion line it's Walmart mm-hmm. or Target they just want to get in and get out leave them alone yeah. and I don't want to, I don't care to talk to a 13 year old kid I just want to be like hang in there buddy But then that's the end. I guess that that makes you different than a lot of the more successful musicians in the world and other people who
0: create a lot of art, which is actually very it's brave of us to be so mediocre we like grown women.
2: (laughs) Isn't that nice? (laughs) All right. Well, Uh, (laughs) speaking of robots and grown women, this next story is going to send a chill down everyone's spine.
0: Well, apparently hackers can easily hijack this dildo camera and live stream the inside of your vagina. Or but, according to Vice (laughs) Magazine. This is actually, like,
2: really invasive, intrusive, extremely, like, not good and uncomfortable. It is one of the craziest (laughs) things I have heard in a long time. This... This
0: story is from a bit ago, so I wonder if they fixed this error or not. Okay. But I feel like this is not going to be the first time we're going to hear of this type of thing. If you're using an internet-connected vibrator equipped with a camera that allows you to stream your pleasure right to the internet, your intended viewers might not be the only ones watching. Hackers from the UK-based security firm Pentest Partners have found that it's trivially easy to hack into a Svakum (laughs) Siame. <laughs> I. This is a $249 dildo that has a camera on its tip. And the thing is that basically, if you're in the Wi Fi range of its dildo, that you could, it's very easy to guess the password because I guess its d- default password is eight 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 All right. So, and essentially, with a little bit more firmware and a little more hacking, you can also sort you can, you can hack the live stream, but you can also direct its actual motion
2: to now, which people pay. I have a question here. So obviously the idea, you know, we go on the road. You want to get a little saucy with your significant other. People travel all the time. Technology has made that more available. Have, has course, anyone I ever? I love the idea of the remote view. Sure, those. wonderful. I think that's a but great, that's a cool idea. anyone ever, ever wanted to see the inside of their partner's butthole or vagina, <laughs> um, whether it be male or female, obviously the butthole, that's, we both got that. But has anyone ever been like, yeah, let me get inside like I'm like I'm a doctor and let's do colonoscopy play. Why would the no, camera I mean, be on the tip of the dildo? Like what are what in the world are you possibly seeing to be like oh yeah those are the inner walls right there this is what I really like Natalie
0: always gets a little concerned when I when I say hey let's play lookout on the ship deck uh, and I use her like a telescope because I always tell her when on her on my birthday I'm allowed to look inside of Regina to see if I can see the light from her mouth well no you um, <laughs> but first of all that is not a scientific
2: approach to this
0: no, I'm it's for me it is but
1: there's no reason why I, mean, I go hi hi I', I, I, I matey.
2: It's such a strange place for the camera to be. And then, like, also, like, what are you supposed to do? Just, like, film around the room? Like, if there's a home invasion, just grab it. your dildo and just, like, film it. Because that would be kind people, of trippy.
0: There are people that are sexually attracted to the idea of being enveloped. There are yes, people well, like the vor community, yeah, those true. kind of people that like the idea of, like, you're going, like, chugga 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 choo and you imagine yourself going through the vagina, or you're in some sort of erotic Older person version There's, of the Magic School Bus. I just
2: feel like when you self-correct, it seems worse because most people didn't even think that your initial thought was going to be bad. But then you because overcompensate. the Magic School Bus is filled with children. I see.
0: And the idea, I feel like, if it's just teachers. Uh-huh. I don't know on that magic school bus. I can see why you want to go up the butthole just because you're fucking interested. It is interesting.
2: I don't know. I guess. Well, this is according to uh, Ken Monroe. He's the founder of Penn Test Partners. The only place to get your dildo products from Pen Test Partners. When somebody uses it, someone else could be seeing the video stream. He goes, what's worse? You never even know about it, which is truly horrifying. And again, maybe I'm like missing something here. I just feel like the camera should be like a GoPro attached to the end, more of the... the I don't want to get into great detail here, but you I, would well, think you, you would already be do- have. on the end you, of it, th- not on the front of the head of these people. People are
0: imagining. Can you imagine how... F- Honestly, though, Kissel, you, you you used to be even more immature than you are these days. Yeah. How fun would it be to just imagine your face on the head of your own dick? No. Th- right? No. And you're just going, Wee.
2: Whoa! Whoa! No, I mean, Whoa! I- well, I've never even imagined. Yeah, imagine.
0: yeah. And you're as you're approaching, you're just like it's like going into the Death Star. Yeah. And you're Luke Sky Penis Sky <laughs> Cockles, and you're literally
2: just slamming it. You but can you see, don't see it, you know, anything. The whole thing. It's just going to be a black, dark mass of human Not in flesh. The it's going to be like what used to be back when. See, well, I'm almost forty years old. I'm thirty-seven years Whoa. young. And when I wow. was a child, there was a channel called the. It was just the Surgery Channel. And, oh yeah, I remember the surgery. And channel. they would show like full torsos and stuff, but they were they were there were surgeries being done to them. Uh, it's like that, but then much more invasive and much more intrusive. And I just don't see how anyone could be like, yeah. I mean, unless they're studying to be a doctor, in which case maybe this could help out. Um, I don't know. It just seems how? very do
0: all the sciences that are involved in just how deep is a vagina. I mean, I don't know, man. Everybody's into whatever it is they're into. Yeah, I agree. I would more of a want an exterior camera as well. But this is obviously the goal of these people, and enough of these were sold for this to continue on the market. Yeah. I don't know if that's still the case. But I think it is interesting. I was on, uh, speaking of people hijacking computers, though, I was with an Uber driver recently who was very, very upset about the idea of automated drivers because he said, he's, in his words, he's like, the computer Russian's going to come in, they're going to hack the fucking cars, and they're going to create chaos in the highways. And I was like, that could happen at any time, though. It can't happen now. Like, most com- right. like Teslas have an actual computer chip that you can't, they have an actual, like, motherboard that you can take over. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, it's already happening. You know, the thing is, we saw Total Recall. It's, uh, you know, we know what happens. They're a little annoying. The the robot driver in Total Recall was more aggravating than even a a Los Angeles Uber driver who was auditioning for you because they think anyone who takes an Uber is a producer. Um, So, you know, I think there's some safety in the Uber life for the most part because these robots are just going to drive me insane. So I want a person. I'm going to request Uber person. That's what I'm going to do. Not Uber robot. That's what I will do.
0: Well, I'm going to tell you for the definitely for the first couple of years, you're going to have to have uh, drivers behind the wheel also watching the robot.
2: Yeah, but then what are they doing? You know, they're not actually working. They're sleeping. They're reading books, probably giving them more time to fully read the script that they were telling you about previously. Now they can just (laughs) act out all the characters as well. (laughs)
0: I actually mostly have seen that in uh, Atlanta more than Los Angeles. Oh, really? Yes, absolutely. There's a lot of, like, mixtapes. Ah. So this story, I mean, they're they're working on it, I guess. But a part of it is just more of this—it's more of trying to create a grand, like, uh, self-consciousness and understanding that if you have a Wi-Fi-enabled sex toy— it is one it is vulnerable right, right. to be hacked by many people it's it always is yeah. but this is kind of the social trust that we have don't we is this kind of concept that being like we're all kind of an existing in this place that if we break the social contract of constantly hacking each other's devices they're going to eventually either clap down on it or people are not going to want to buy it
2: you know you know me i say criminal justice reform now criminal justice reform forever but one of the areas where i'm a little bit more like we could probably step up our game on um, trying to dissuade people from uh, the, all the revenge porn and from, like, hacking it and stuff and just, like, lo- yes. loading that stuff up on the internet. Every celebrity, and, and this target's mostly females. Obviously, you have, like, Hulk Hogan and stuff like that. Mostly females, though. It's like, I don't know if people do play by that social trust because there's no negative ramifications when they're just like, wouldn't you believe it? I got Britney, I got Britney Spears's God knows what. Because, it's hard
0: you know. to fucking track these people down because it takes man hours it's a lot of money to track, especially internet crime.
2: It is very, very difficult to pin these people it down. It ain't right. I say if if you, if you your partner gave it to you in confidence, don't be a schmuck and share it with anybody else.
0: That's what I say. I have just never understood that kind of piece of shit behavior. I don't really understand that idea that you would take someone that someone gave to you in in, in actual good faith, even if they hurt you. No, and then like, post it online. It's no. such a... It's so fucked up. I really
2: do believe in... I mean, you're going to get yours. Well, I mean, you know... I do believe that. People do it. Men and women do it. And it's just everyone... It's just not good and it's bad for you and it's bad for your heart and it's bad for your soul. And when you get to the pearly gates and God says to you, what did you do when when you got sent all of those wonderful videos and pictures? And God will say, I know that you sent it to your friends. And then your friends put it online. And you and, and then you, you wake up and you've been reading a storybook. yeah, And you're like, oh. And then you fucking
0: blow your brains Whoa. out. It's fucking total darkness.
1: Whoa. Total darkness. <laughs> right, well. right from your grave. Correct. Texas Pete. Sauce like you mean it. Visit TexasPete.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at com.
0: This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough Oh, Jews, make a wife smile today. The road to getting engaged can be long and full of memories and pitfalls and landmines. Or it can be short and thrilling, like a roller coaster on the way to the police department. But the road to finding the perfect engagement ring is a straightforward path every time. All you've got to do is head over to BlueNile.com and they're going to ship them rocks straight to your wife's new fingers. On BlueNile.com, you can create a bigger, more brilliant piece than you can imagine. At a price you won't find at a traditional jeweler. Blue Nile is the original online jeweler since 1999. That's present time to me. Their diamond price guarantee means that in most cases, they can meet or beat a competitor's price on a comparable diamond. I know when I got my wife a beautiful Blue Nile necklace, the first thing she did was, what did you do? But afterwards, she was so happy To have it and she loved it and she wore it when we went on vacation. And my own did everybody come around being like, Where'd you get that piece, you beautiful woman? And I was like, Stop talking to my wife.
2: She's spoken for. You can see it with the Blue Nile bling. She's
0: got on her. Right now, get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more with code lastpodcast at bluenile.com. That's $50 off with code lastpodcast at bluenile.com. Bluenile.com. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash left. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash left. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash L-E-E-F-T. Rules and restrictions may apply. Right from your Let me do this story real quick widower stepdaughter who blamed panhandler for woman stabbing death in Baltimore arrested in her killing Ooh, what a surprise crazy The story of a woman who was fatally stabbed in December after reportedly giving money to a panhandler, Hmm. a case that drew national attention and spread fear through Baltimore, was actually a ruse by her husband and stepdaughter who have been charged in her death, police announced Sunday night. Keith Smith, 52, and his daughter, Valeria... Valeria. Uh, Val-
2: Smith. I, I don't want to criticize. I'm sure there's some great Valerias out there, but it, you got a malaria. You got Valeria, Malaria, actually, Malaria, Malaria. I, I don't
0: know. Valeria is a very pretty name for me, actually. That's a pretty it. name. They were arrested by Texas State Police near the U.S.-Mexico border while trying to flee the country early Sunday. This is this week. Mm. Warrants charging them with first-degree murder in the death of Keith Smith's wife, Jacqueline Smith, were issued. Mm. Uh, basically, we're gonna, the, the information and evidence points that it wasn't a panhandler. So they're trying to figure out what the hell with this whole this whole shit is. Basically, Uh just Jacqueline Smith, 54, an electrical engineer at Aberdeen Proving Ground. She was stabbed to death about 12.30 a.m. on December 1st in North Valley and East Chase Streets. And this is Baltimore. Hmm. Just days after the stabbing, Keith Smith and Valeria Smith, who also identified herself as Siobhan, appeared at a tearful news conference at the scene. They blamed Jacqueline Smith's death on a man who approached their car after she reached out the window to give money to a woman begging in the rain with the baby. They said the man came up to the car. Are under the guise of thanking Jacqueline Smith, then reached in the car and s- snatched her necklace and pocketbook, stabbing her in the process, which is a lot of yada
2: yada. Oh yadas. yeah, quite a bit. An elaborate story. Now I have a question for you. Now, Henry, you are a really talented actor. You can see Henry yeah. on Crashing on Home Box Office, otherwise known <laughs> yeah. as HBO. Um, yeah, and, Pete, and, and a lot of Pete Holmes' body this year. Oh, that, That's just that's that's mm-hmm. great. That's just great. Yum. HBO, they can, yum, do, they yum. can do anything I, they want on HBO.
0: I love my boss. Love my oh, boss. Yeah. Love bringing back the Dennis Franz look. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> NYPD Blue. All oh, mm-hmm. the 50-year-old butts the eye can handle. Um, and I have a mm-hmm. question, though, from a performance perspective, because we see this on a regular basis. This his dad and his daughter they knew they killed him they knew they killed uh his yes. his wife and her mom they, they knew what happened now they are not professionally trained actors you got to go in front of the cameras you you got a lot of pressure on you and you have to cry on command how what process do you think you would go through to be like i can do this you just think about the fact if i don't do this i'm going to jail
1: you think and that's will, enough and pressure you use
0: that I mean there it's a lot of pressure. Yeah. It is quite a bit of pressure. Uh and you have maybe been building this up and maybe you did not enjoy this person to begin with which is why you have now orchestrated her killing. And so I imagine it like you kind of you can work yourself up various different ways. There also you have the cloak of I am grieving. I don't know how I reacted. You have that you have that right. side of it where the grief comes out in many different ways. Uh but yeah, you know, I also feel like a lot of times beginners, like the people with no acting training, end up giving very honest performances, even more than people with like my level of training. Right. My astute level of just like the kind of acting intensive I went through to Florida. Right. State. Now
2: that's a bachelor degree, isn't it? That is <laughs> yes. that's good. Now you can do a couple of more you could do a deeper dive, I guess, but then you just got to bachelors. And it's great. Hey man, I don't need to get all up like into it. No. Like I'm not some kind of nerd. No. You know what I mean? But evidently now this I
0: could have used some more training. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, you're doing great. Um Jacqueline Smith's family, obviously that's the woman that was murdered. They didn't trust they didn't believe this story for one second. According to no. uh, according to the I believe it's her brother. He says, I already know it's Keith. And uh, all the questions have been specific to Keith. That kind of sums it up right there. He said, it never made any sense. I told detectives from the very beginning, there's no suspects out there. So they seem to know it was Keith all along. So right now, they have not
0: released really, what I've seen so far, there is not really any specifics Explaining how we know, we just know that it's in the middle of. They must be in the middle of the investigation, so right. we don't really know how it is. They're saying that they, immediately, though. Everyone said it was fishy because they said that on that top, on that block where they were at normally people are very, uh, it's like an empty section. Okay. And so they were like, that was immediately,
2: said so there was fishy, but there's a, there's details that are obviously that uh, need to come out. This is a brand new story. Brand new story, but evidently it was also covered, this case did get national attention. The pen- I remember this yeah. case because that was a whole thing. It was like this whole big movement of, they said in, in
0: Baltimore, uh, homeless people were actually interviewed and they said that a, there was a massive drop and people willing to give money. Right, It was really intense. Oprah took it on. Right. Yep. Basically saying like we shouldn't this should we this shouldn't hurt the attempt to do more reach out for homeless people. Uh, and uh, th- honestly, these people just sort of used the the uh, the reputation of Baltimore. Right. To their advantage. Yeah. Which is very sick because every time we've gone to Baltimore, we've had a wonderful time. Whoa, but it's a, time. for that city's for real.
2: Oh, That's yeah, for fucking well, absolutely. I mean. Um, you know, it was interesting not to do anything political. We do that on another show, but Elijah Cummings, when, when Cohen was there testifying, Elijah Cummings, uh, he's a rep out of Baltimore and he was talking about how like everyone called, um... Cohen a rat. He's like, and in Baltimore, you know what happens to rats when they're in prison. They're called snitches. And we know what happens to snitches. And I'm like, damn, Elijah. Like, they are. Wow. Like, and he's like, you know, the, everyone knows Baltimore. Philly is the same way. I respect him, man. I don't mess around. I'm not trying to, like, get, uh, get into any no, scrum an, or anything like that. No way.
0: But it's a, but it's also, I mean, it is reminiscent of the Jussie Smollett story. Yeah. Think we're not also going to get into that because of the whole thing. But it is kind of reminiscent of that, of using a big lie. Right. And the, using this thing because to lie about it to create this story, you you you're thinking you're adding credibility to your life right. By adding all these details, but actually you're not. Yeah. Like you're actually hanging yourself more and more every single yeah. time you let this story roll out further. And all further. I'll
2: say about the Jesse Smollett thing because it got so I'll talk about it maybe on Top Hat or something, but you know it's just someone who lost lost sense of reality, you know, and that's what the, the Inception is really actors are not to be trusted. This is about <laughs> actors. This is not about politics.
0: This is about actors. They just, are. We are a yes. messed up group of people yes. that are just, and I get it, man. Well, it's, you are just, you go crazy sometimes. Well, you just go
2: crazy. You know, yeah. blurring blurring the lines of reality and fiction, as we're seeing now more and more and more, like people are like, just because it's on TV, it's not like, I think that's what happened with, you know, Roger Stone and a whole bunch of people. They, it's like they they lose sight they of reality. They love it. You uh, get
0: the dose. You get the dose of all that attention. It's really different. Because then what happens is that if you're the certain type of actor, you've been thinking... Like, you're better and faster and smarter than people all the time, right? Because you're like, I'm a shapeshifter. I literally, I put on a hat, I'm a taxi driver. I put on another hat, I'm a pirate. Arr, arr. Like, you begin to go insane. And then right. you get, like, everybody's saying they love you. And then that validates it. And now you're fucking, you're
2: done. Well, and in a much more disgusting way than what happened with Mr. Smollett there. Mistakes are made on all sides. So I, I'm a forgiving person, but... That's what happened with uh, with MJ as well, but we will talk about that. Go oh, MJ, on Friday. you're gonna
0: say. I mean, that's very
2: uh, gut. It seems well. To he be. just like he, he got. He was yeah. At some anyway, we'll talk about that. Some, he was surrounded oh, we'll by big bodyguards. It. I'm like, at some point, you just like, grab the kid, get the kid out of there. But anyway, that's all other story.
0: Yeah. All right. Oh, Mister. Yeah, Mister. is gonna get mad
1: if I touch his bride. Oh my like, God! That's, all right, I don't. It's right, gonna that's be a problematic
2: bad. episode. I can already tell. Um, oh, okay. Well, let's go to Idaho and. Um, uh, of course, we go to Idaho. Why, why wouldn't we go to Idaho? It's so, super exciting. Um, so an Idaho teacher who fed a puppy to a snapping turtle found not guilty of animal cruelty. This <laughs> dude <fine>. is horrifying <laughs> looking, number one. He's a science teacher. Who ignited worldwide uh, controversy after feeding a puppy to a snapping turtle? A panel of six I, jurors why? delivered the verdict to a packed courtroom. After what deliberate- science does this teach? Exactly, that's my question. Uh, after the, the jury only deliberated for about thirty minutes, it was a two-day trial. Robert Crossland, the Preston Junior High School teacher, smiled as the verdict was read, and afterwards spoke publicly for the first time. He said, "I would just like to thank you for all the support I've received. I'd like to thank this community for staying behind me." In It's really got me through all of this. You fed a puppy to a snapping turtle, and then (laughs) people are just like, I just support him. I just think what he did, it's science. It's somebody's got to stand up for the First Amendment. Well, you know what? Somebody's
0: got to stand up for it. And this, if anybody's going to go, because if we don't allow this man to feed a puppy to a snapping turtle for (laughs) no fucking reason. Literally no reason. Then this is a slippery slope to dictatorship.
2: I guess so. So the puppy was sick, and he fed the the puppy to a turtle cutely named Jaws. Uh, A couple of students, this was after this was was after school, so he's like, who wants to stick around and watch me feed this sick puppy to the turtle? And and the sad thing is no, actually, I didn't even like to dissect the frogs. I would not have watched this when I was a kid i would no. watch japanese death matches but i would be like no nah, I'm, I'm gonna go i gotta go you know smoke some weed behind a, a tree or something um so following an investigation which is just so funny that this is like an idaho investigation like the phone's been ringing off the hook sheriff what's going on <laughs> well wouldn't you believe it another puppy was fed to a snapping turtle it's an epidemic um so he was charged with misdemeanor animal cruelty. Shane Reichart, one of Crossland's defense attorneys admitted that some people might take issue with a snapping turtle eating a puppy. But Reichart argued that in the eyes of the law, there is no difference between the dog and a rat or even a, or even deer people hunt. So
0: we have to really get to these fucking specifics for this doctor to this to this teacher. He's a teacher. Yes. Uh, what I, is he teaching the kids? I with have it?
2: no freaking idea. So this is according to so the like, lawyer.
0: Is it? Is that the lesson? Is being like you know legally, legally you could feed anything you want to a snapping turtle. <laughs> I
2: guess honestly that is the takeaway. Um, so the lawyer says, as we set <laughs> as we set out from the beginning, we thought the state was going to have a difficult time proving this case behind a re- beyond a reasonable uh, doubt and uh so prosecutors they presented their evidence so anyway long story short um he received this puppy this this teacher received this puppy from a dude who had a farm they had a whole litter of animals and they're like oh we can't we can't take care of all these dogs whatever Um, So the witness testified Friday that they did not have a problem with it. Crossland let the students handle the puppy. Most of the witnesses said they noticed it was sickly, lethargic with its ribs sticking out. A couple noted the puppy's eyes were cloudy. After a few moments, Crossland placed the puppy in the snake's enclosure, but it became clear the reptile wasn't interested. So that's when the snapping turtle came into play. What is
0: this? What is this even doing? I have no idea. What is
2: the point of all of this? I have no idea. And so, this is according to the Idaho Deputy Attorney Attorney David Morse. He argued that the puppy suffered as a result of the feeding. Do you think? Yes. Uh, He says it was flailing around and tossing. Um,
0: Jesus fucking Christ!
2: But every witness that they that they called in said that they were like fine. I don't know what children of the corn kids are going to this middle school but they're all like we actually kind of loved it i thought it was pretty fun it's like (laughs) what is wrong with you um he's a beloved teacher and this is how this whole story ends and this is what the worst part about the whole thing is other than the puppy being eaten um crossland that's the dude again he says he continues to teach at preston school district and feels quote a lot of relief the turtle of course cute jaws the turtle which is deemed an invasive species in Ohio was seized and euthanized. They killed the That's turtle. That's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> How did they killed the turtle was just like did nothing. I don't know. It does wrong. Its name is Jaws. It's a turtle. You feed it a sick dog. How does the turtle get euthanized? And I mean I don't think this guy needs to like lose a license or anything. I don't freaking know. It just I don't just know what gonna... he should
0: do. I I feel <laughs> I like he know. needs like the superintendent needs to speak to him about
2: <laughs> why are you just feeding random yeah. fucking objects yeah. to a snapping turtle I mean you're not the cousin from home alone who has the tarantula you know you're I not buzz it's like what's happening anyway I don't understand So that is uh that's a little tale out of Idaho don't feed them ad- don't feed dogs to other animals just let them die beautiful dog deaths they've given us so much they've given us so they- much have. They really have. So most of the weeks, I think almost every week so far, we've been doing... We do. We are real loose with the segments. Yeah, we're very loose. It's a loosey-goosey show, as you know. Um, but a fan for Hero of the Week, a listener, what was his name, Henry? Uh, Woody. Woody. I, I think he goes by a
0: specific, the Judas Obscure. Okay. This guy, he does the, He. I mean, he heard me, I mean, lay down pretty serious musical chops. <laughs>
1: Um, so. Where
0: I really went through, I, I scanned it. I made this. I made a song for the hero of the week, but but Jews Obscure went ahead and made it a
2: reality. Yes, he did. So thank you so much. Let's play this coming in now. A fan submitted uh, intro for hero of the week. Thank you so much, Woody. Welcome back to the Morning Zoo, everyone. I'm Ben the Harry. I love it, man. Thank you so much, Woody. All right. So Hero of the Week, we have one is a listener. So we're going to get to her in a second. But we've got to go back and talk about Dave Osman, spelled A-S-S, M.A.N.
0: Osman. Awesome, Osman. Awesome, of course,
2: he was the fellow that they he wanted a personalized license plate in Saskatchewan. And they said, oh, no, uh, it's way too offensive to have it on your plate. So what did he do, Henry? He fucking painted it on his truck. He painted it on the back of his truck <laughs> as he proudly stands by really a beautiful white pickup truck. Um, And it says, Saskatchewan, Asman, land of living skies. Uh, So congratulations. You're sticking it to the man, Dave. And uh, when it comes to your rights to be proud of your last name, my friend, my hat's off to you. Because you are telling the world, you're telling the government. No, my friend, I'm not going to be ashamed because my last name happens to come with a connotation of being sexually attracted to Botoxis. I am Mm. Asman. King of
0: us. This is a very, I got another letter that was like talking about another assman that was a former, I guess, like a a white supremacist who killed a bunch of
2: people. (laughs) What? This is a whole other story (laughs) that I was like. I so this is- so Dave is taking the name back from white supremacists. He's taking the name back yes. from the government, criticizing him. I love that Dave is a hero on so many levels, so you are once again a hero of the week, and along with Dave, I want to talk about a listener amanda dix amanda Dix uh she <laughs> sent us an email Dix stands for Osman or Asman Dix stands for asman um so she says. I got, I too got shafted at birth with a horrible last name. It's Dix. Yes, that's real. And yes, everyone can suck it. I've struggled all my (laughs) life with my last name being included in things everything from substitute teachers thinking it was a joke, sports announcers chuckling before my name, and professional emails recently at work they had to specifically unblock my email so it wouldn't be flagged automatically as inappropriate <laughs> content a horrible ass name can really shape a person and getting dicked over like this has made me who i am now i wear the name like a badge of honor and i think a assman should be allowed to do the same currently going through the application process to pursue a phd if i make it you bet your sweet asses i'm making every fucking person address me as dr Dix. i hope you got a chuckle out of this thank you so much amanda the future dr a Dix, amanda dr Dicks, a Dicks, Can we you.
0: actually and, and now let's go out with the jingle because dr Dix, yep you are new uh-oh It's fun producing a show. Oh, It's fun you can just do this. I want to read this letter real quick. How Henry helped me with my parents' dog's butthole. (laughs) My girlfriend and I... This is from Colton. My girlfriend and I went to visit my parents in L.A. Trip was going well, seeing old friends, and spending a lot of time with family. Well we just gotten ready for a pretty packed day, and my girlfriend was sitting at the edge of the guest bed when my parents' white Maltese mix named Wrigley comes sprinting in the room and jumps up on my girlfriend. She's giving him all the pets and loving on him. She looks down at her jeans and just goes, Ah, fuck, man, for real? Wrigley had gotten some big doggo-sized shit smears all over the legs of (laughs) her jeans. Shuddering at the thought of Wrigley giving the house a fresh coat of poo paint, I snatched him up and was immediately reminded of something Henry had said way back about his asshole hair. Per Henry's instructions, I lifted Wrigley's tail and began to trim his asshole hair danger close. I recalled how Henry had described his own asshole hair when it had become overgrown, thick, matted, and a potential health hazard. Anyway, I got the little guy trimmed up and washed, we missed out on our plans for for the day, but thanks to Henry, I was able to make to take care of a dog's asshole. Look at
2: that! So thanks, wow. And they you know? say it's like, what? What is Henry doing for the greater good? And then look what at purpose? that. There it is. Although I don't know why it ruined their entire day, I do uh, it's not a Maltese. Know. You know, you can. Uh, it doesn't require the biggest scissors, but all right.
0: I don't know. Also, a, a lot of people asking about Momo. I also barely understand what Momo is. It seems oh, to yeah. be some form of meme, some sort of horror meme. Yes. Now, wait. Before we go, I want to read some more of these. We have some more fun Skinwalker stories. Okay. We cool. Still like, I'm still fucking obsessed with this. Oh my god. We got. I have a really good. Uh, there's some. I got some weird insider information that I'm. Waiting to figure out how to disseminate. Okay, which is very, very interesting. But here are some more Skinwalker tales. I really like this. One. Okay, this is from AJ. I live in Socorro, New Mexico, which is about thirty miles from the Alamo Indian Reservation, the rez, as the natives call it. I have an uncle who was dating a native girl who lived on the rez. My uncle was driving one day to try to visit her and try to get it in. I assume. He's just driving his car, probably humming along to the radio. It was the early 90s. A lot of speculation. I will say he
2: is speculating quite a bit. He really is. Okay.
0: He is really building a tale here. (laughs) But George Knapp did the same. I know, I know, I know. When all of a sudden, Coyote... Walks into the road. He does his best to avoid it, but he can't. He ends up clipping it. He pulls over and he checks on the condition of his car. No damage. He then sees the coyote lying motionless on the road and decides to drag it off the road. Mm. My uncle gets back into his car and continues on his way. He gets to this girl's house who lives with her family and they're just kicking back watching TV. A couple hours pass and he tells the family how he had hit a coyote. The girl's brother comes stumbling in, and she rushes to help him. The brother's in bad shape, dried blood spots on his face, a broken arm, and he's limping. The brother says he was walking down the side of the road when when this car, not paying attention, hit him. He said someone must have thought he was dead because then that somebody drug him off the road and left him in the weeds. My uncle said the family looked at him with this look of concern and worry but never said anything. It seemed that everybody there knew what happened, but every time he would try to bring it up, Nobody would acknowledge it. Whoa. It's a cool story. And he has one more right here. The same uncle of mine eventually married and had a daughter with the Navajo girl. The res is mostly Navajo. My uncle never really lived on the res as he is not native. My family is Hispanic. There's not a lot of work on the res and he's not native as I already mentioned. So he comes and goes. My cousin lives with her mom and her family on the res. One day my uncle is away working and the family decides to take a road trip to visit some other family. With them lives this little very Old lady who's wheelchair bound. I forget the relationship to my cousin. I'm gonna say great grandmother for easier storytelling. Everybody's packing luggage into the vehicle. They even pack the great grandma's clothes, so my cousin assumes she's coming with them. My cousin's around five years old at the time. They bring the great grandma outside and move her from her wheelchair into a normal, basic bitch chair. This is the email. Okay. Not me. They take the wheelchair and they put it in the vehicle too, and they lock the house door, and everybody gets into the vehicle except the great grandmother, which is starting. This is starting to remind me of National Lampoon's
2: uh, vacation. Yeah, it really is. I think they're going to strap her to the roof at some point here soon.
0: They start to drive away, and my cousin starts to freak out. She's crying. She asks, why are they just leaving great-grandma there? And they just tell her, don't worry. She's coming with us. She's going to meet us. Hours later, they arrive at their destination. My cousin, excited to play with her other cousins, runs inside to say hello. And guess who she sees sitting on the couch? It's a great-grandmother. Her mother later told her that the great-grandmother turned herself into a bird and flew there, which I think (laughs) is just lying.
2: I think that might just be lying. I think maybe another relative picked up great-grandma and drove her um, perhaps a different way, maybe a little faster. But it's interesting.
0: But he did say most Navajo people keep dogs tied up outside because dogs can send skinwalkers and they'll bark.
2: Well, that's a hell of a lot nicer than feeding them to snapping turtles. That's for damn sure. And you never know. Maybe she did just turn into a bird and fly. I actually like, you know, I don't like it when parents treat their children like they're dumb. But I do like spreading just really bizarre mythos when the kid then is they like have five. To, they get to spread it to other kids. Yeah. And they're like, no, no. Yeah. Grandma flew. And then they're just like forever. They're like, I always thought my grandma flew. You just a, a couple of fun stories. So they can always be, you know, just just wondering what the hell is real and what the hell. What the hell is fake? Some people
0: say it's lying. I say it gives your kids a sense of magic realism. In some ways, that's true. So we have one. I have one more story I, I can I can cover real quick. All right. Um, world's top bridge player suspended for doping with synthetic testosterone, Ooh. which is fucking awesome. I don't know if you can even do this. The World Bridge Federation announced today that Gear Helge- Helgemo, Helgemo, the world's top ranked bridge player, has been suspended, suspended, <laughs> has been suspended after testing positive for two banned substances: synthetic testosterone and clomiphene, a female fraternity drug, clomiphene, clomiphene. Yeah, a female no
2: fertility drug. It's not
0: pledging a frat. And that's what it says here. People are like, don't know why that is uh, fucking whatever. That is performance-enhancing drugs. But it says here, apparently, a study found that winners of chess tournaments show higher T-levels than do losers. Look at that. So maybe it does help you think faster or does like a thing where you're in the more in the moment. Uh, I'm
2: not even sure how to play bridge. No no idea whatsoever. Helgelmo's suspension is not the first time this has happened to the dude. Yeah, dude. back in 2000- He got busted for tax evasion in 2017. <laughs> back in 2015 as well, the independent reported that the World Anti-Doping Agency found prohibitive substances in the system of the bridge player and anglers, but primarily concentration aids as bridge tournaments can be marathon events, some stretch as long as two or three weeks. Which I did not realize.
0: Well, chess is like that. Chess takes those master, those championship games, they take like hours and days to play out. Like you have to
2: do one at a time and it's very, very intense. Well, I guess, yeah, having a little bit of... um What's the uh, Adderall? Having a little Adderall in your system would probably be extremely beneficial. Absolutely, which
0: is why they they try to ban it. I think it's a very interesting, it's a type of, well, I bet you that somewhere within like the, these types of worlds, like we're making fun of this shit, but it's like, you know high oh, lie. Of course. The thing with the scooping, that scooping sport? There's a lot of weird, like money laundering and international intrigue oh, built yeah. into highlight and so i can fucking maybe even imagine that there is weird shit like buried in the world bridge federation Dude. where it's like the, this guy is the top player and he's a fucking criminal absolutely and so it's and like
2: maybe that's what it takes to get to the top maybe it is his suspension will be lifted in november of this year 2000 and 19. So I really did not know that this was a possibility. You know, you're right man. We forget like curling, everyone when you watch that at the Olympics, everyone's like, "Oh, this is kind of cute." But you have to remember those people beat out hundreds if not thousands of other people who are in curling to become on the Olympic to, to get on the Olympic team. Like there's an un, like I guarantee you, people have gotten to fist fights, lost bets, won bets, oh, uh, changed their lives. Millions over of
0: it. dollars. Millions. There are millions of dollars invested in curling. So, this is at a point where you kind of imagine that there's there's high stakes even in those worlds. And then maybe some of these people, yeah, are getting fucking like, who knows? Oh, I saw what you did there. So, you scuffed up my favorite. Is it a hurler? I don't know what the first puck is. Yeah, I think it's a hurler. Curling. Well, sure. is it the gurkle? The gurkle. Yeah. Gir- you're messing with my gurkle. I saw what you're doing. And that's why I killed your fucking daughter. <laughs> I'm like what? Like got his fucking family all tied up and stuff. You're like, "You mess with my gurkles one more time, I'll kill your grandparents." And they're like, "Curling, I bet you get me pretty <laughs> cl- uh, fucking cutthroat." That,
2: that's a bit extreme. I would just be like, "Buddy, you are you killed my daughter, huh? Like you don't think that's a little bit like too much for me. I just banged your girl. My
0: gurgle. gurgle is like my daughter.
2: Okay, just lastly as well, a little lighthearted story. Opium opium addicted parrots terrorize an in Indian poppy farmers.
0: Oh, you so. love your you love high animals. I this do. This is the story you bring this again and again. And it's always like I get a text at like three in the morning, your time, right? And I get it, and I just look and it's just like parrot drunk parrot shit, and you're just like, ha love this story. Well, it's like, quite like, fun. What are you doing right now? One, are you like
2: outside a bus station yelling <laughs> at people? <laughs> One poppy flower gives around 20 to 25 grams of opium, but a large group of parrots feed on these plants around 30, 40 times a day, and some even fly away with poppy pods. This affects the produce, and the parrots wait until farmers slid open the opium poppy pods in order to ripen them, at which point they begin their attacks. In 2017, the government's necrotics department issued a warning about the drug addicted birds after opium theft started occurring in several different regions. So, the parrots in India are having a hell of a good time. And uh, you know what, parrots? Take care of yourself. You know, it's a real epidemic. Opioid epidemic is so large, it's even affecting our more talkative birds. I smoked opium a couple times, and it's just like it's mostly just makes you very sleepy. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm not a huge opium fella. I had, uh, yeah. I was yeah. never, I, I
0: am not into it now, because now I like all the sativas, I like all the upper yeah. weed and all that kind of well, shit. I don't do a lot of the, the downer weed anymore, except for that Skittles I got, which was absolutely fantastic. That shit's like, but I don't even know, I still think about Murder Mountain and watch that guy fucking smoking a bong load of Skittles and then driving. I have no clue how the fuck he does that.
2: Dude, I think he has a extremely high tolerance at this point. I would say that the, <laughs> to, the tolerance correct. levels are high with that man. Murder Mountain, a great doctor and
0: so I have two updates I want to say for next week. I want to say, I mean, there's two thing corrections real quick and, and updates. Um, number one, um, yes, I now understand that it was the blue whale, not the humpback whale that is the biggest animal. We don't, we know, we asked you, but thank you for your information. Yeah,
2: very good. We, we'll, um, we'll, and number two, biggest, yeah.
0: we all just kept saying that we felt that we can't believe somebody set fire to that porter potty and it didn't really occur to me. Being like, why would someone send fire to the porter potty? I imagine it would happen from the fucking inside, and then we got a. I was like, yeah, I realized afterwards. Being like, oh yeah, this must have happened like from the inside Could out, be, could be, right? Yeah, but apparently it is true. The uh, we got actually a follow up from some. Uh, Kellyanne got to send us an email. Um, and they said they live in the neighborhood where that fire happened, and it was a very beloved homeless man in the area named Randy. Aww. He unfortunately was so cold that he decided to bring a space heater into the porter potty where he slept in the winter
2: months. Aww. It's a fucking heartbreaking That's story. sad. was well, a fucking I'm sorry terrible for story. for your loss. Randy sounds like a great guy. And that's it sucks hard. when you
0: lose someone who's like, especially who's like a fixture of the neighborhood and that kind of shit. Like, that's very, very intense, and yeah. I'm very
2: sorry for your loss. Yeah, sorry for your loss. Obviously, so in the, in the hey. world of crime and and uh, and horrible things, I hope you know it's we were very sensitive people in our own right. So we we've so, grown we've grown sensitive. I'm always been I'm very sensitive. I'll cry right now. I'm like uh, if you watch that's uh, different. That's mentally ill. No, no, no. It's like. Um, Otis from uh oh my god, the great new WWE tag team, heavy machinery. Otis, he is adorable. He kind of looks like you, Henry, but like he's like even bigger. And I think
0: people have pointed him out to me. Yeah,
2: he's cute. And they were they the other tag teams heard his feelings and then he kicked all their butts because he was crying. Uh, that's really fun yeah, though. Actually, cute. that's a good. That's uh, all right.
0: So make sure you know live every day knowing that you're in a house, not in a porter potty. All right, unless you are. So then you're or you're living in a porter potty. And you know what? If you're living in a porter potty, you can only laugh about it. Yeah. But the one thing I will say though, don't grow to love it. Cause then you'll never
2: want to expand Honestly, yourself man. past it. What, what do you need? You got the porta potty, the world. No, they, man, you the, need a fucking chip on your shoulder to make it in this fucking. But world. then again, you you got your porta potty. You go out into the no, world, and then fu- you go back to you your gotta porta be potty. filled with fucking vigor to pull your. You got to fucking strike at the universe with all of your will. Oh, oh. man, you sound you sound like um, what was the guy that started National Review? What was the name of that guy? <laughs> Sound like you're reading like Anne know. Rand or something. Um, no,
0: I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I don't think that you should have to. William Buckley. But it Buckley. does help if you can. Yes, William
2: help. William Buckley. Best of Enemies actually, or Best of Enemies, a good documentary but no, Buckley. Yes, I've heard about it. Yeah, it's and good. I, I mean, watch you know, They're also pompous, when- they're pompous assholes, so it's also like a little bit like I watch. I want to jump into the screen and just choke hold both of them to death, but you know.
0: It's just back when all commentary is something like, uh, yeah, it's a fallacy, like some bullshit, yeah, fancy yeah, talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: No, they pretend to be smart because, uh yeah, it's ridiculous. I hate when people- It's smarter than me. It's fine. You're smarter than me. It's smarter than me. It actually takes so a lot me? more intelligence to understand complex things and regurgitate them in a way that other people can understand because then you also don't feel like an elitist piece of crap. <laughs>
0: Someone's feeling confident because he's got his new Knicks jacket on.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Nothing like the Knicks to make me feel confident. I think they've won eight games. (laughs) All right, everyone. Well, thank you all so much for listening. We love you very much. Hail yourselves. Hail Satan. Magoosdalations. And we'll be back with Marcus uh, in a few days.
0: A few days there, and it's going to be a deep dive little episode. i got some fun little stories to tell you.
2: Can't wait. Hail me. This show is sponsored
0: by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest, and I guess I can share it here. I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine, and it's an addiction. It's a daily weight on my life. How much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins.